This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Kashvins, and this is our weekly look at the Kansas City Royals. I am joined by Jeffrey Flanagan. We are here at Progressive Field where the Royals and Indians are dueling this week. And uh, Jeffrey, uh, Royals coming off a interesting homestand, to say the least. Finished strong, but uh, that, that rough series against the A's really haunts them. Yeah, they went into that series, eight-game homestand against the A's. White Sox, two struggling teams with the thought that, hey, if they win six or seven of those games or even eight, they're right back in the middle of this thing. Uh, that was their chance to really make an advancement, and it didn't happen. They got swept by the lowly A's, uh, and not only swept, they got hammered. I mean, it was, I think, the 43-12 to 12 was the run differential, which was an all-time worst in, in Royals history for a four-game series, so not good. Um, lose a heartbreaker on Friday night where the bullpen gives it up again. Then they bounce back and win three in a row. You know, they're still, you know, technically they're still in it. They're on the fringe, but realistically, you're looking at 12 games left as we speak on Monday here, or Tuesday. Uh, really got would have to almost you know run the table or win eleven. Yeah, I was down there talking to Ned Yost and, and, and even Dayton Moore a little bit and say they they try to accentuate the positive. You know, yeah. it was still mathematically alive, but you know Ned was just talking about how he just uh, appreciates that this group has. When you look at the big picture of the last couple months and all the injuries they've had, they have played hard for him. They have tried. They have uh, you know put forth that best put forward. But man. You, you think about all the adversity they, they face this year from an injury standpoint, it's a lot to overcome. Yeah, and, and like Ned likes to say, too, no one is going to feel sorry for it because all yeah. teams have injuries, too. But, and I think in the back of their minds, too, uh, there are some things to play for aside from the playoffs. If they happen to have a, get a 500 record here, that will be the first time since the late 70s that they've been over 500 four straight years. So wow. it's, it's kind of a symbol of how Dayton's turned this franchise around, and I think that's important. They just don't want to tank it and go, you know, 75 and 87 or whatever. They, they do want to finish strong, you know, have another winning season. Uh, they've already beat the Pocota projections, by the way. So for the, <laughs> well, used for the that, seventh yeah. straight year. So uh, they're still, uh, they are still playing hard. I saw that over the weekend. Uh, there hasn't been a lot of quitting them, and uh, that's who they are. Uh, you know, sometimes you get to this position and it, it's, you know, the individual milestones start to mean more than the, the team record or anything like that. And uh, we were just talking with Ned about this, about Eric Hosmer's kind of strange year. He's had a rough second half, but, you know, he, he's going to look up at the end of the year and might even call it a career year uh, from a power standpoint, from a production standpoint, 23 home runs, uh, probably finished with 100 RBI. Uh, it'll be a strong year on, on paper. What do, what, do you, what do you think of this season? It's been uneven, of yeah. course. I mean, he, he started out, uh, you know, had a terrific first half, which is why he was at the All-Star game and, and won, the, won the car, won the MVP at the All-Star game. And, and then just uh, has not been able to get it going uh, in terms of on-base percentage and, and getting on base. He's, his power numbers are great, career high in home runs with 23 now. He's gonna, he already has a career high in RBIs. He's probably going to get the coveted 100 RBIs. Uh, I've been pretty solid defensively, but something happened uh, in the second half uh, with his swing and uh, the hit stopped falling in, and 
um, you know, that certainly has contributed to the unevenness of the team, too, because yeah. they, they look forward to him as the number three hitter to, to be that guy. And uh, you, you certainly can't pin any of this on him because he's going to have those numbers at the end of the year. But I think deep in his mind, he's going, what happened to that 300 season I was going to have? Right, so. right. Um, you know, another guy who's going to look up and, and have a nice season on paper at the end of the year is Kendrick Morales. And that's something that uh, you think back to early in the season, people were calling for this guy's head, or at least calling for him to be DFA'd. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, uh, turned out much differently. Yeah, Royals Twitter already had him DFA'd on May 15th. And, <laughs> and, and also uh, the, the craziness, they saw stories out there about him should abandon switch hitting because at the time right. he wasn't hitting left yeah. hand, which is crazy. He'd been doing it for 10 years, 12 years of his life. And uh, turns around and just has a terrific second half here and uh, is, is going to hit 30 home runs. It looks like he's at 29 now. He'll be the first Royal since 2000, and Jermaine Dye will hit 30 or more home runs. Dye at 33 that year. Uh, he might even get to 100 RBIs, the, way, the, pace he's, the rapid pace he's been on lately. So, uh, and his average is up in the 260s now and slugging over 500. I mean, just a terrific turnaround. and really makes you think about what Dayton's going to do next yeah. year with that. You know, obviously the, both sides will turn down the mutual option, but there's a possibility of a qualifying offer. Maybe Kendris cuts him a small-town discount and, and they sign him again for a two-year deal. Um, look, that, that kind of production, that kind of power production is going to be really tough to replace with this lineup. So yeah. it's going to make them think in the offseason. Yeah, uh, you would think that the qualifying offer would, would, would maybe even be a no-brainer there with the, the price of power in the open market mm -hmm. sometimes. But uh, at the least, you recoup a draft pick if he signs elsewhere. So big decisions to be made there. Uh, well, might as well reflect now on uh, Joaquin Soria was a, a big decision for them last winter, and it has not turned out so well. And, of course, uh, he had some controversy here uh, on the recent Yeah, he did. Uh, I believe it was after Tuesday's game with another tough loss where Joaquin came in and, and gave up the lead. I think that's the I don't know, 11th or 12th time that's happened this year, although they, they were an inherited runner, so technically he didn't. Uh, get, he got the blown save, but it didn't add on to that other figure of his. But uh, said after the game to me that uh, he qu kind of questioned the defensive alignment and why they weren't in no doubles. Well, of course, at home you don't really play no doubles defense, and that caught the attention of the coaching staff, the other players, like, Joaquin, what are you doing? What are you yeah. saying? And uh, He felt bad enough that the next day he pulled me aside and, and uh, said he, gave, he offered the team a public apology. Talked to some other players about it. They said it's forgotten. It's over. Jack's a teammate. We, we all, we're all on this together. So moving forward, uh, you got to just say, Ned even hinted tonight, too. He said, one thing nice is we're on the road, and he's not going to get booed if I bring him in a game because it's, <laughs> it's been pretty vicious at home. And yeah. uh, they've got two more years with his contract, so they've got to figure out some way to use him effectively, whether it's in the bullpen or even maybe try him as a fifth starter or something like that. But yeah. they've got to get some value out of that contract. It's tough to see it come to this because this is a guy who was so good for so mm. long on bad Royals teams. Oh. It was a time where he was the uh, the silver lining, you know, and, and now to be this uh, to go from silver lining to dark cloud is, it, uh, is a difficult thing. It really is. I mean, and I was there for those bad years, yeah. and, and he was the one thing they could count on back in the bullpen when they would get their 65 or 70 wins. That he would nail down 40 of them, and uh, was a class act then, and I think he still is, and. Uh, it's tough because I think a lot, a lot of the new fan base, which is great, we always want new fans on teams, but they don't remember Jack from those years. You know, they did kind of join the team, join the bandwagon lately, so they don't remember. All they see now is this Jack Soria, which right. is, has not been very effective. So, uh, but like I mentioned, they do have to find some way to make that contract uh, have some value.
Um, all right, again, we're not we're not shoveling the last uh, bit of dirt on the Royals <laughs> just yet, but it's, it's pretty close to that point. So you do start to think about next year, and specifically start to think about next year's rotation. Rotation and uh, Jason Vargas uh, could of course be a part of that. Uh, what's the latest on his rehab? Had a really encouraging uh, rehab start through about 52 or 53 pitches last week. Um, uh, went three innings. Uh, it was Saturday, I believe it was. Uh, gave up one run. Fastball command was there. Uh, Changeup was good. Uh, slider was good, so uh, kind of been the forgotten guy because he's been yeah. rehabbing this year. Uh, but going into 2017, now you can pretty much count on having four guys in that rotation. If, if Vargas can give you 150, 180 innings, now you can only have to go out and search for one other guy to fill out the rotation. So, and left-handed, of course, is valuable too, as you know. So, uh, yeah, very encouraging. That's what they wanted to see down the stretch, down these final two weeks. Is does he look like he'll be a, a capable starter again in 17? It sure does look like it now. All right, Jeffrey, are you going to finish strong? I'm trying, trying to, to finish strong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, the finish line is, is right around the corner. I know, uh, uh, I'm sure from having uh, covered two straight Octobers all the way to the bitter end, uh, uh, not that you're rooting against the Royals totally, but uh, there is something to be said for a, a lighter October after two World Series runs. It wouldn't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> a third late run might. Yes. So there's a difference there. All right, that's the latest from Jeffrey Flanagan. We'll check in with him again in the final week of the regular season. I want to thank him for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extras, Kansas City Royals edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.